What up, though, everybody? This is Jessica, and I have my lovely best friend <laughs> with me. Introduce yourself to the people. My name is Ashley. In your regular voice. <laughs> What's your name? What's Ashley. your name? Where you're from? I'm from the mean streets of Ipsy. All right, so basically, this is a this may or may not get published. I don't really know. This is the um, I think what up though podcast. Um, so me and Ashley, we just gonna talk about some best friend code, (laughs) girl code, life, how we do on the phone every day. My mom be like. How come you talk to Ashley all the time? You don't get sick of talking to Ashley? Not wow. really. And I'd be like, dang, I wonder if she gets sick of talking to me. But she answers, so maybe not. So, Ashley, what do you remember about me? How do we meet? I mean, I don't know. I feel like. You and Jasmine was friends. Me and Janae was friends. And some kind of way between marching band, that's how we had. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't really know how we met either. It had to have been marching band, though, because it would have been the summer. Like, I don't think we ever even had a class together in high school. I don't think. So, I do remember you being in my fifth grade band class. I don't remember if I told you. Oh that. no, I do remember. But that I don't remember, I remember us being friends. I do remember that because I remember you had on lipstick, and I was like, "Her mama let her wear lipstick, and I that lipstick, lipstick is all over her instrument." When I wear lipstick, like to you band on, or like a it concert? Was a concert, and you had on this bright red lipstick. I'm like, wow. her mama let her wear lipstick, and she got big lips. Oh damn. <laughs> I do remember that. Couldn't nobody but I tell me. I don't think we Something ever. Something bad happened. Wow. Um, Kennedy Dion, just. Don't tell Don't me. do any I'm spoiler behind. alerts. That's my daughter Kennedy, y'all. I so. said I'm behind. Go away. She couldn't uh, contain herself. She had to come out here. Say hi, Kennedy. Hi. Okay, D- bye. D- D- no, I don't want to hear No, it. we don't want to know. Dion, shut Girl. Stop, Kennedy! <laughs> I do not remember having on red lipstick at a fifth grade band I concert. Like, I can like see it because I remember thinking nuts. like, because I was like looking at you. I never spoke to you, and I remember like because we sat next to each other, and I remember looking out the corner of my eye like she got on this lipstick and she got big lips. Her mama let her do that. Maybe she maybe she snuck it on. <laughs> That's very embarrassing, actually. Why? It was just lipstick? Yeah, but I can... I can't... And I, I don't remember that, but I can... And your clarinet. I can imagine <laughs> my mom letting me wear red lipstick, which I would never even wear as an adult, probably. I remember that. But as far as high school, I have no idea. In high school... I don't remember how I met you or Jasmine. I just only remember how I met Janae. It had to have been just marching band. We all played the clarinet, so in sectionals. Mm-hmm. Halftime is game time, by the way. Facts. Um, so what would you say is your num so on some background story on this topic is I was watching Married to Medicine and the whole group 
the whole group has a lot of drama and barely friends. They're really just friends for the sake of the show. So Jackie is the more mature one out the group. And she always is trying to do these icebreakers and bonding girl events to try to get everybody on the same page. And it starts off good at first. And then by the end of the night, they arguing and ain't nobody friends. But one thing she had did was everybody had to say what was their number one friend rule or girl code. So what would you say as a friend and having female friends in our little group, what would you say is your number one rule as far as girl code? Mm, I don't know because I feel like we ain't. I mean, that's not a. I feel like that's not an issue we've had, but I don't think it's what we have. But what subconsciously, like, what do you need out of a friend? I feel like for me, I feel like the number one rule for me is don't set me up to be in no BS because I don't have time. Whatever that may be, whether it be if with a dude, with another friend, like if it feel like a setup, I ain't for it. So your number one rule is don't set me up. No, like just don't put me in the middle. Don't put you in a compromising situation. Don't put me in nothing that I don't want to be a part of. Okay, so and I, I feel like as my friend, you should know the kind of things I don't want to be a part of, or don't expect me to do something that you know would make me uncomfortable. Like I don't want to be in no compromising situation. Period. Have you been in a friend compromising situation with y'all? Not with us, just in general. Where you like, so Ashley, the queen of cutoff. Facts. And she be knowing like anybody and I'm I the type spidey senses. I'm that. the type that try to give people chance chances. After chance after chance. I do. And I'll be like, but Ashley if I tell Ashley on the first time, like XYZ happened with this person, she'll be like, No, nah, I don't like them. But if you want to still be friends with her, that's on you. I'll be cordial and perfect. But then in person, but I mean literally more. it's it's happened at least it, three times I can think of. I'm not going to say no names. And I'm three. I can, definitely can think of three. I'm not going to oh, say I the names. Three. But I, three for sure. So what's a compromising situation you've been in and you would be like, nah, I ain't dealing with it. Ashley the cutoff queen, so she probably can't think of nothing recent. I can't. Cause if you if you're my friend recently, or if you're my friend, you ain't did nothing for me to cut off. So I'm trying to think Word. of who's somebody that I've cut off. I don't know if I really not cut, cut off, or what's the situation that was that you felt is compromising? Cause this your number one rule. So something had to have happened for you to be like this. This cannot happen if we friends. Well, I don't. It's not just like one situation. I don't want to be put in. I just like I feel like I'm just the type of person where I don't. Like, I have, like, a very thin line between, like, what's okay and not okay for me. And I'm okay with, like, saying something that's not okay for me to do. Like, I'm not one of those weary friends will be, like, who will say, yeah, I'll do something when I really don't want to do it. So, I feel like when I say don't put me in a compromising situation, I mean, like, don't put me in a situation where I don't know about it. And then I'm stuck and got to deal with it. Mm. Because then everybody getting cut off. And I'm going ham. And she ain't lying. <laughs> she going ham. Like, if I feel like... That's what I mean. Like, if it's a setup, don't... 
be having me do something or go somewhere or be in a situation and I don't know what's about to happen. Because I be needing to know what I'm about to get into so I can tell you if I want to do it or not. Because I'm real quick to be like, no, I don't want to do that and not do it. See, I feel like I'm the type that I'm a ride with you while we doing whatever. I will if I know but what we're afterwards, doing. I'm gonna be like, girl. I will if I know if I know what you're doing. Like I'm definitely, I can definitely be a ride or die friend, depending on what it is. If if it's some illegal stuff, I'm too grown. I don't know if I'm doing it at this point. <laughs> Back in the day, for sure, I would have done it. Now I got stuff to lose. So, I don't know about that. So, what would you say as you're an adult? Okay, so what would you say as an adult is a situation where if I was in, we couldn't be friends no more? What you was in? Yeah. So we we besties. What what's the worst thing I could possibly do? And you'll be like, I'm cutting Jessica off. I don't even know. I don't know if that's a, I don't know. I don't I know, know either. I know one thing. I actually I'll take that back. I think my number one rule is don't lie to me. I hate a liar. Mm. I, I can't hate a stand liar. a liar. I think that would have to be my number. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think that has to be my number one thing because I can't stand a liar. No, re- regardless of what it is, I hate a liar. So I think my number one rule is, um, it's probably honesty. I feel like when you friends with people, sometimes you don't want to hurt their feelings. Or even if it is your close friend, you still know something that you could say that could hurt their feelings. Right. And you don't want and you want to avoid conflict. But with me, I'm just the kind of person like I'm not above apologizing. If I did something to hurt you or if I said something that made you feel away. So I kind of want that same respect back. And I found myself in. A friendship currently where I wasn't being honest with that person how I felt and I felt like it ended up exploding into this whole big deal that shouldn't even happen and I'm like if I had just done what I expect out of a friend to them mm-hmm. this wouldn't have never happened so I think my number one rule is honesty I ain't got no man so I can't say don't talk to my man or my man I mean, off I limits. Like, that goes with, like if you're friends with somebody, you sh- that should never have to be. Said. That is true, but because I've never girls be trifling. Ever, yeah, but you wouldn't be friends with no trifling person, and if you were, I'm gonna tell you they trifling. Don't be friends with them. <laughs> Cut off queen. <laughs> that should be your name. Like you know how you got your at Twitter. Instagram name, and but then you I'm could really put a name though. under there. I'm really not though, because I don't think I've cut anybody off in many, many years. You haven't, but I you haven't. definitely have the sense to know, like, I'm your friend and I know what kind of friend is good for you, and this ain't that. Yeah, like, I think that's just like an intuition kind of thing. Like, I feel like I pick so up. So, how on come I can't see it? I just, you know, I. I truly honestly think that I get that from my mom because my mom is literally the same way. And I remember her telling me from like a very young age, like 
my mom has never been the one to just have a whole bunch of friends like she has like her core set of friends and her sisters that she's real close with and she used to tell me from a young age like you're just like me you're not gonna want a whole bunch of friends because you know when you're younger like you friends with everybody mm-hmm. and you do stuff with everybody and my mom would always be like eventually you just gonna have a few friends you might be able to just count them on one hand and that's gonna be literally. it <laughs> that yeah that's literally it like i don't and I don't feel the need to, like, I'm, I am feel like I'm friendly. Like, I could be friends with people, but I don't know. I'm just, I feel like it's just the intuition thing. And I feel like I pick up on people's vibes really easily and really well. And if they, if it don't mesh with mine and I feel like you deserve a side eye, I don't second guess that. See, I feel like with me, because I'm so vocal and so social, I can make friends easily. And then now that I'm getting older, it's definitely not something that happens often. But like even going to the, a new job, like I'm real close with one of my coworkers and somebody else going into a new job at this stage in their life, they may not be like, I'm not here for friends, but I can't help it. I'll be making friends. I mean, I feel like it's, <laughs> I feel like it's a difference between being social and making friends. Like I can be very so like even my last job, I was cool with everybody, but they mm-hmm. not my friends. Yeah. Like I'm not telling them not my business. We might, if I hang out with you, it's like at a work situation. Like there was a cup, there's a couple of friends from my previous job, like that or a couple of coworkers that legitimately became very good friends of mine, but it was still only three. And they're like all, I mean, they're like very similar to me, but they're older. So like they kind of became like big mm-hmm. sister brothers, but then like just turned into friends, which turned into family. Like they, they, I don't work with them no more, but they're going to be my friends forever. But I feel like I'm just the type of, when I meet somebody and be after being around them a couple of times, if you get a side eye for me, but I'm also somebody that I know holds a grudge. I'm working on it. You definitely can hold a girl. I'm working on it. However, I feel like if I have a valid reason to side-eye somebody or a valid reason to feel like somebody doesn't need to be in my space or I get a bad vibe from them, I don't second-guess that. And most of the times, for me, I have been right. I think sometimes I always try to get people the benefit of the doubt. See, I don't. I'm not good and, at that. And you don't. So to me, I'll be like, I can understand why they said that. Or I understand even just the conversation I just had with my cousin. I completely understand what she's saying. But looking at the other side of things, like I, I'm somebody that can usually always see both sides. I can too, but that doesn't mean that you need to be in my space. I can understand where you're coming True. from and I can get your point of view and I can be empathetic and I can I can completely get it. But that doesn't mean I need to get it and be your friend. I can get where you're coming from and I can get your standpoint on something, but that doesn't mean that we click like that. I can I, I get it, but... Well, I'm saying just more so going to the the cutoff queen. Like I didn't have these couple friends. To me, they not my friends no more. But I don't have no beef with them. Like if I as you shouldn't, we grow. Like it doesn't have to be the. I feel like in each situation, I just was just like I can understand how this offended you. But I'm the kind of person, I'm going to always apologize. If you tell me, like, you said this, this hurt my feelings, that's why I'm mad. If that wasn't my intent, not saying it ain't never been my intent to hurt your feelings, but I usually always eventually be like, dang, 
I, I handled that wrong. I well, don't mind apologizing. I don't mind apologizing either if I'm wrong. Or even if I don't, I'll apologize for making you feel away. But that doesn't mean I'm apologizing for what I may have said. Because what I may have said may have been the truth. But I'll apologize for making you feel upset and for hurting your feelings or whatever the case may have been. But that doesn't always mean that you have to apologize for what you said. Because if I meant it, if I said it, then I meant it. But I didn't. that doesn't mean that I meant to hurt your feelings. Sometimes I know that I can come off as very harsh, but I don't always mean it. It may be in the heat of the moment, but just because I'm apologizing to you and I understand where you're coming from, we can have a mutual understanding that we're just not going to be cool. And that's fine. I can be cordial. Sometimes it ain't mutual. Sometimes it's FDB. Because sometimes it have to be. And that's fine by me, depending on the person. Like, I wouldn't treat you or any of my close friends that way like if i have a problem with a close friend i will hope that we've grown enough to be able to talk through it however if you're not a close friend of mine and i'm not messing with you then i to be honest sorry not sorry i don't care you know i don't care no more either girl and i've just i feel i've been it's been like that for a minute but i mean again sorry i'm not sorry i don't feel like i have to care if you're not my friend i'll be cordial i can still i don't want nothing bad to happen to you i can still have a you know have respect for you but we not gonna we don't have to be cool you don't you're not gonna be cool with everybody everybody isn't gonna like me and i'm not gonna like everybody and i'm fine with that but that doesn't mean that you don't respect them and be cordial with them because there's a difference to me it definitely is a difference. So going back to the whole Quad and Mariah beef. I don't know if y'all watch Married to Medicine. But they beef go it's back. It's too many layers. And it's, it's so many layers. Now. And I kind of stopped watching Married to Medicine. So I don't know all the layers. Because I stopped watching it and I started watching it again. So me as a viewer watching it. I don't understand. That's why I asked, like, what's the icing on the cake for you to be like, I'm cutting ties? Because these two are not friends. They clearly don't like each other. And I feel like they passed the being cordial. Like, the accusations they've made against each other. Quad sleeping with her sister, man. Mariah on drugs. That's why I'm just like, how are they even able? I get you getting a check. But at what point do you even say, like, I cannot be around this person. Yeah, because they definitely have taken it too far. I feel like you would have to. Like, is the check worth it? I mean, the check got to be worth it. Executive producer check as well. So So kick quad off. People will do a lot of stuff for money. People have done crazier things for money. I just don't know what somebody could possibly say or tell me. To have me be in a space where somebody has talked about me so bad. I mean, I don't think that's something I can even imagine. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what someone would have. I don't know. Because the stuff that they have said is just like cocaine. I mean, but some stuff I feel like to a certain extent, depending on the person, like some stuff I feel like I would just laugh it off because it's like, bro, that's. Yeah. Not and never. But she not laughing. Mariah is full out crying. Got drug test. Yeah, but I feel like in her situation that could legitimately be damaging to not only her but her husband and her children. I guess, but I just feel like if somebody because I feel like when you're 
like in the spotlight or famous or whatever like when you have accusations like that like that can mess up business deals that can mess up stuff with her kids like her husband is a well-known doctor and i just don't have money like that to even know what that feel like yeah and i guess it also depends on your situation like for you if i was to ever do something or harm kennedy that'd be it like i don't know like it may not play about my kid and nobody would. That's what I'm saying. Like it depends on where you're at and who you're, who you are. Like I don't have no kids, so it's like other than my family, like it's nobody that you can hurt. But like if somebody was to ever do or say something to Kennedy, then that would have to be it for. Like that would probably be it for you. But I mean, I don't know. For me, I think and like they say on most, we watch a lot of reality TV. Kids are off limits. Like. If somebody does anything that I feel like is a threat to myself, not even myself, if anybody do anything that's a threat to Kennedy, I automatically see red. Like if eventually I can rationalize maybe the next day or the next couple hours, but anytime it's something that I feel like she not even necessarily in danger, like any bad news, I even get upset if her teacher emailed me. Like, she's a representation of me. So if my kid out here looking crazy or my kid being threatened or if my kid feelings are hurt, I'm hurt 10 times more than that. And that's the only way I can explain it. Like, kids is just off limits. And I think going back to our girl code rule, any negative mentioning of me being a mother or my kid... I see red like I don't even know it's a I don't even know how to respond or react rationally it rationalizing is out the window me playing devil advocate and trying to understand you that's the one part of me that goes completely out the window because that's my kid she came out of me I birthed her I raised her and it's literally nothing you can say or do to make me be okay with you disrespecting my child. Nothing. Even if Kennedy spit in your face, let me handle it. I hope she don't ever do that. She would. It'd be like Corey. She she would never do it, but I'm just saying like. That'd be like Corey. Who's Corey? Um, You know who I'm talking about. Corey? Scott, Corey, what is? Oh, what is <laughs> on the Kardashians. Yes. That's actually a good topic <laughs> to segue into. Would you whoop somebody else's kid? I feel like it's the day. I feel like parenting has changed. I feel like when we was coming up and we was growing up, that would have been okay. It's okay, auntie's cousin. If you whoever was watching, up, you. right? Whoever if you cutting up and whoever was responsible for you is at that moment responsible for disciplining you. In the in the moment, obviously it's up to your parent, but if I did something and my grandma, my aunt or whoever, my sister, whoever, they was hitting me if I did something. But now, yeah. like, I've never Nigga, heard I Kennedy. Got, I got whooped. Same. For sure. I think, but it like, all... I may have, like... It all stems from like, the... Uh, that, but. I think it all stems from the parent because Kennedy would never... I think in the situation with the Kardashians, one of Courtney's kids hit the nanny in the face or slapped the nanny in the face. 
mean, that goes is just a reflex. That go, girl. That wasn't a reflex. A kid no, hit I'm you in the face. Like if somebody slapped me. In oh, my face, some stuff might just yeah, be an accidental for sure. reflex. So I think that you know the nan- She hit the nanny in the face. The nanny quit. Now a you out of a nanny. B your kid just hit an adult in the face. That tells me that some kind of parenting in the home that ain't even right. Because Kennedy would never, yeah, but physically discipline their children. I don't really physically discipline Kennedy though. Like I can jump and Kennedy flinch and she start crying and her feelings is hurt and that's enough. I really do not. How we used to get whooped, she definitely don't get whooped. I I haven't hit her with no belt. It hasn't gotten to a point where I've had to whoop her. If I do hit her, it's a couple times on the butt, on the hand, or honestly, me raising my voice will scare her enough. Mm-hmm. So it just tells you that they just, they parenting is off and they don't have, you don't have control over your kids. I mean, I'm not a parent, so I, I try never to judge nobody for their parenting skills because I don't know what that's like. Like I've never had to raise or discipline a child of my own. So who... Never say never. I don't know what kind of disciplinarian I would be, but I believe in whoopings myself. Cause I, I got think it's a cultural thing too. Okay. Because Scott and Courtney are both, no offense, white, and even Kim was like, I don't think he meant it like that. But she's also married to a black man, and I think our dialogue and how we talk, Corey was like, I would have whooped P ass. But he also, didn't mean beat her to a bloody right. pump. That's just how we talk and right. how we But you do also communicate. Have to, these these this day and age people are very I think more aware than our parents were and their parents just about like how that affect like there's there's true trauma in quote unquote beating your kids just from research studies that I've personally done like and just how they look at childhood trauma and how that affects you as an adult. Like, th- that stuff truly is real. So, I mean, there's a lot of studies about it, and which is why a lot of people now say that they don't want to physically discipline their children. However, I think Not I'm very, discipline and don't always work either. Right. Like, you just have to find that happy medium and whatever is best for you and your child. And it's really nobody else's business at the end of the day. Like, however somebody decides to parent their child is how they parent their child. But again, I'm not a parent. But, I mean, I got beat. Legit beat. And, and I we okay. Be we are okay. Well-rounded, educated young woman. I like to think. And I got beat if I was bad. I would, I definitely got, got beat for sure. Even though my parents don't seem to recall, it definitely happened. Do I, do I reprimand Kennedy the way I was? No, but Kennedy is also not the kid that I was. I had a lot of responsibility at home at a young age and my parents relied on me to do a lot of things. And I feel like I got punished. Based off of they expectations of me, not necessarily what kind of kid I was. Like, they needed me to be more mature and an adult. So, any childlike behavior that to them wasn't okay, I could get a whooping for. Or, I mean, times are I got so a whooping for now, I remember getting a what's your most memorable whooping? I remember getting a whooping because you know how your bike hang from the garage ceiling. Mm-hmm. I got a whooping because my cousin took the bike down. 
No, like, like I, I crazy get, whoopings. I didn't get whooped a lot, but I was I wasn't a bad kid, but I was just like I, I had a smart mouth. I I really didn't. I was like truly like an innocent, ditzy little girl. Like I was just like naughty. I wasn't bad. Like I remember getting in trouble the most for just being outside playing. I see my friend. Oh, let's go to the park. Okay. And just forget every day. Just forget. Like my mom would have never said no, but just would forget to be like, oh, we're going up the street to such and such house or to the park. Like I just be in the moment, just not thinking. And I would, it was one summer. I remember I got in trouble, like literally almost every day. Next thing I know, I see my dad in the car, his head out the window, yelling my name and my bike is in the trunk and I'm getting a whooping. Like I didn't get whoopings for bad stuff. Like I just was a ditzy little girl and would just not be thinking. Was just I think my kid. parents was just harsh. <sighs> but anyway, we're going to close out this episode because Kennedy bedtime was five minutes ago. Um, so this, I mean, I think I'm going to go ahead and post this episode. So this is the kind of dialect and conversations we'll be having on this podcast. Um, definitely, I never had to say this before, like, review, subscribe. Um, as of now, the podcast is called What Up Doe. Um, I don't have an email yet. I'm going to get one of those. Eventually, I want to start doing some voicemails, listener letters, people that need advice or just want to write in, say whatever they want to say. Also, I'm definitely looking to bring on entrepreneurs, um, people with their own small businesses, different professionals to come in, talk about their careers, their job, their education, what you're doing in the community, in the city, in the city, in the city, uh, the Metro Detroit area, and just, you know, vibe and have good conversations. Definitely want to get into some community service and just do, you know, help out the community, whether it be Detroit, Belleville, Ipsy, just my surrounding areas. Um, if you want to promote your business on here, I'm going to get all that stuff situated eventually. If you want to purchase an ad, again, come on the show, promote your business, and just have good dialect and conversation. All that information will be coming soon. And that's pretty much it for today. You got anything you want to say, Ken? No. You being shy? No, you're uh, where where can people follow you at Kennedy on YouTube? What's your YouTube page? Shout it out real quick. KJ Greer. KJ Greer channel, I think, on YouTube. You can follow no, me. Oh, just KJ Greer on YouTube. You can follow me at Greer Diddy. You can follow the podcast at What Up Doe Pod P O D. Ashley don't be on social media. I, she don't want y'all to follow her. Mm-mm. I'm going to probably put her at in the comments just because she was featured on the episode. Mm-mm. And that's it. What up, though?